There's going to be plenty of mics on mute, without a doubt. Ah, there, there we are. Look at this. Holy moly. Episode number 154 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, that is a fantastic looking background. Oh, my word. You just put that on there just to surprise me. Get my get my juices flowing. Bar, restaurant, oh, metro. That's, uh, that must be a celebration as to, to what happened at the weekend. And I see you've also... You're also sporting a, a Scotland top there, not not a not a athletics uh, squaddy top that I thought you could have borrowed from Fiona. I, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. The minute I thought I'll put a Scotland shirt on, and I thought, you know, I'm 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 asking to be told why didn't I wear my wife's vest? But I don't. Of course, I don't own one. Anyway, Kyle, congratulations, welcome back. For anyone who's been living under a rock, Kyle's just back from. Uh, a medal-winning performance at the, the British and Scottish 100k champs and, of course, uh, together our Metro teammates. So this photo, actually, my background, which I put up, uh, I took, Kyle, when I was walking back from a bar on Saturday, having you after seeing your result, and I saw this uh, bar, restaurant, O Metro, and I thought, oh, wow. perfect. And it's in red, it's red and white, which is the original Metro <laughs> club colours. Anyway, so tell us. Yeah. Tell the listeners, tell us, how are you feeling? I mean, you must be, I mean, how, you must be gummed. How are the legs? How's the uh, head? You know what, like, my, my legs aren't too bad, but, I mean, I suppose, most importantly, I'm I'm absolutely delighted with my run. Um, I'm delighted for the team. I'm delighted for, um, you know, Jason and Chris, their first and second. What performance? We're going to have them on later on in, in the show if they if they turn up in time, half past seven. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the Joe Murphy, the, the other girls, they, they are, everyone did themselves hugely proud. Um, the team managers, Adrian and uh, Debbie Martin Consani. We had uh, a guy called Graham from from Dublin, who's a Scot. He was he was helping and supporting us. Um, everyone, it was just such a, you know, it, it was one of those like being there. It was. First race in a year and a half. Forgot how to what to do in a race. It's been a while, you know. You know, <laughs> so I'm I like, sure. What do you do in a race situation? Obviously, training. You you get you obviously visualize what's going to happen and stuff. But um, but it was just nice to to be you know going going from my house. Um, obviously the the, the family didn't come, but you know having wearing the Scotland tracksuit on, jumping on the train. The Scotland kit's phenomenal, by the way. It's Joe, my stuff. Uh, we've got a Scotland bag, Scotland track. It was great. You know, you felt you felt like you were, you felt like you were, you know, it, it gave you that confidence that you need before a race. Um, and then team managers, Adrian and Debbie, sorting all the stuff out, travel arrangements, accommodation, getting us to A to B and feeding us. And, and you know, as I said, Debbie was my crew, my support. She got a lot of, you know, she, <laughs> she what, what a job she did, remarkable job. You know, she she said to everyone, make sure you give us a plan so we can prep and prepare your fueling and strategy. <laughs> I, I, I write the Calgary plan. Well, well, everyone, everyone, everyone had their like printed copies. Some of them had two pages. I didn't see what people had, but 
I saw Adrian had like notes printed out the notes of everyone's strategies, and you could see. Now, I didn't know what the tech content was, but mine was like, you know, three, four sentences. That was it. Yeah, I can I can sympathise for that. Having arrived in Chamonix to a similar instruction. <laughs> so Debbie's like, "What do you fucking want? <laughs> what do you want?" <laughs> well, I just didn't say that, but uh, it was kind of like, "What do you want this lap? What do you want next lap?" And and it was, uh, and and I had a, you know, I'd, I've got to, you know, in my defence, I, I did have a strategy. I just. I, I think for these things, you've got to have a little bit of flex as well because you can, your taste buds can change. You can feel it can be a lot warmer. You might need more electrolytes. You might need, you might not be running as hard at the start. You might, you might be, I don't know, you know, you might not agree with having a gel at that time. You get stomach cramps, all these things. But um, yeah, so, so I kind of just like, you know, it was having all that support just helped hugely get to the race, you know, and, and I've put in a lot of training. I'm going to say, I'll be honest though, you know, and no disrespect to, to anyone else, I haven't put in as much, in terms of investment into the training, I haven't put as much that I would, if I, you know, if I didn't have a family and work and things like that, it's just been, if somebody said to me, you'll win the race, but you're going to have to put in an extra 20 miles a week, I would have said, I would have said no, because I just wouldn't have been able really? to. Really? Really? That strikes me a little bit unambitious. I, I, really? I think so. Yeah. Like it, it was, it's, I've, I've struggled getting the training in like, and I've, I think I've had this mental block getting out for big runs. I've, I've like one of the, I, I was doing like a 30, 40 mile and it was a hundred K pace. And it was, and I think it's, it, it maybe just extends back to my hip pain I've been getting. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm not enjoying the long runs as much as I used to. And, and I think that's probably where I really need to sort it out get it fixed or at least try and reduce the pain or maybe figure out another way of running. I, I don't know, but it's just been not, it's just not been as enjoyable the runs that I've been doing. Um, and the good thing is obviously I haven't been, I've put in like a good block of mileage, but I haven't put in a, a year's block of mileage because there's been no real reason to. And I think, I think overall, when you look at, the years and years I've been running, I think you can get away with not having to to really just rip out hundred mile weeks each time. But I've been, you know, I've been really happy with my training, um, and I think. But even then, you know, my my goal was to get a podium. I think if I got a podium, I'd be delighted, absolutely delighted. Um, the fact that I got a podium, I'm over the moon. Like I can't, I can't mm. ask for else. I realistically, I just, I, I, I don't think. You know, and and again, when it comes to who's racing, I didn't, I didn't really, I had no idea. Other than the Scottish team, I didn't really have any real um, need or any any desire to see who was racing because when mm-hmm. you look at the start list, it doesn't impact the way you're going to run a race in an ultra because in an you've in an ultra you've got to run your own race. You can't rely on this fast guy like running the race, thinking oh, I'll just run with him and hold on because it's it doesn't it's your own i mean mentally yeah you can hang on to somebody but for 100k you just can't like it's just it's you getting it's it's a slow it's a person who slows down the least as tends to be the winner and it kind of that kind of happened um in in the race but yeah i think um i yeah delighted i'm uh, i'm, I'm cr- bloody well should be delighted that's uh 
I started two bronze off, medals now with the British champs. That's a pretty solid. Uh, that's a pretty solid return. Yeah, well, I started off the race and I was quite like quite chilled out about it. I thought I'll start off be quite conserved and and then I thought about it. I was like, right, I'll go to like a six thirty five pace or whatever that means. And then I thought, ah, shit, we're doing loops here. You know, when you're doing loops, sometimes your GPS can go a bit cranky, can't it? Mm-hmm. And I think some of the guys are getting weird numbers, weird pace per mile. Like some folk were getting six twenties, some folk were getting six fifties. Who know? You know, it was it was who, who, nobody really knew. But one thing I should have done was to find out what each lap would have been, what sort of times to be expecting to run each lap. But that, yeah, I should have made. But I didn't. You know, I was going more by effort and feel and having a, a rough idea about pace when I was running each lap. So I started off quite chilled out. And one of the guys, Grant Jeans, who's from Scotland, he went off like a rocket, absolute rocket. Huh. Um, and yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, he paid the price later on in the race. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, good on Grant for, I think that's what he wants to do. Then it's everyone's, everyone, you can do whatever you want. You can run backwards if you want in, in these races. You can run sideways. You can... You can't you, as long as you run the course. Doesn't matter how you do it, as long as it's within the rails. And um, and he went for the gamble. He, he, I think, his sort of motto is, "I'll just take a risk, take a chance, and you never know. One of these days, it might click." Um, so yeah, good on him for giving it a bash. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to him lining up at my Speyside Way race at the weekend. So bloody hell! But you know, on your, so on your performances, so I've got your splits in front of me, and I've got to say, your graph is metronomic. You're sitting, it's, uh, it, it looks like someone's drawn it with a ruler from zero through till, and I've got it right in front of me, through till 75K is solid as a rock, 410, 420, and, it, you know, in fact, 410, 415 even. Then it, it, it dips, but it doesn't go, it doesn't then, a lot of ultras, you get that like, like, you know, roller coasters, you're right down. Yours is like a yeah. step change. It drops to... 440 and it stays there and then actually it picks up a little bit in the last uh, three kilometers so i think that's a really impressive controlled run because even you know we'll come we'll speak to the some of the other boys who run on they had a bit of a a tough lap last 5k um but i was really impressed and i've actually i haven't been able to find your previous 100k where admittedly you were a little bit faster that time but I was. I think, admit from memory, you were you faded a lot more in the last time. Uh, I think I'm right in saying, and so I think this one, I'm intrigued to know. Yeah, how did that feel? That step change, and then you. It's almost. It's literally you've you've basically slowed down by thirty seconds a kilometer quite quickly, and then held that. How what happened there? I get how that's really impressive. You you didn't you didn't go off the track. You just you know you held that. Well, uh, I love a compliment from Tommy. It's uh, I, I get I you 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 want to you know say it the way it is, and a compliment from the Tommy boys. Uh, always, always, always good. But no, thanks. Um, I think like at the start, I I went off and just tried to hold it. I don't know if Chris and Jason maybe pushed the pace. I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, is this a split? Yeah, here? look at this. I've got look at that. So, I'm, I'm, so listeners, if you want to be involved in this, go to. Strava and look at Kyle's run, but I'm showing Kyle. Look, you see there, it's rock solid for 75 kilometers, and then it doesn't dip. And if I take, let me take someone else. So this is, and we take Chris's, Chris's, and we'll come to Rico, our British champion. But that is a more, that's more what I'm used to in an ultra. That rule, it sort of starts to drop off a wee bit and it keeps coming down. 
Uh, I'll try and find, see if I can find Dave Andrews. Uh, who's Dave Andrews? Old man Dave, who we know well, who did, who ran really well. I think Dave was pretty solid, actually. Even Dave is a little bit droppy and spiky. It's amazing. I'm, I'm fascinated to see how, how these ultras go. But Kyle, yours is really, it's, it, I'm really impressed at how you've steadied that ship there. I think uh, a lot of it's to do with, I don't know if the guys, as I said, if they went off a little bit faster and I saw them going ahead and I thought, will I go with them? And I thought, nah, no way. And it's just, I'll just see what happens. And um, and I, like like I said, I think I was in seventh place, uh, maybe eighth, seventh place up mm-hmm. until like 70K. Um, and then I, I just pushed my way through and and ended up getting a, you know, obviously getting a third, which which was was awesome um for me anyway but yeah one one thing that that struck me was when i got to 75k i really did have a wobble like um and and i was feeling well like i had no issues of being like bonking i was taking gels i was i got some coke in me and i started puking that up weirdly which like just puking up foam but it didn't it wasn't bad it just wasn't really i've always done that with coke funnily enough um but for me, the most important thing was getting salt, getting electrolytes. And so, sorry, yeah, getting electrolytes and getting water down me. I think that was the thing that I was worried that I wouldn't get enough of and cooling myself down to maintain the same sort of power output throughout. But that 75k wobbly patch I had, uh, I, I was in a bad place. I was stopped for a wee bit and then I just reset. And then I thought, right, this is a different race now. It's 25k. It's I'm not nice. going to be able to run at the same pace, but I'm just going to hold. I find a pace I can hold and just sustain it, and that's what I did. And I, I just looked at my lap and thought, right, that was a that was a that's my lap time now. I didn't get worried because I know, like, if I'm wobbling at this 75k mark, every other bugger is going to be wobbling. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's 75. It's a 100k race. If if anyone feels fresh at 90k. I'll shake their hand, you know. Um, I'll obviously not run hard enough. If well, that, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I was like, in my head, I thought, I know what, you, 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 I think when you've got this, you've had some experience running these things and you, and even marathons, like you, you just don't know what, what's going to happen in these races. Like you got to just, you know, and, and go all the way to the end. Um, and then, you know, I think it was about, you know, I can't remember how many K in, it was like, John and so not John, uh, Chris and Jason went past me. They lapped me, and uh, which how, how did that feel? Yeah, I felt I wasn't bothered at all. So it's one, it's a long way. What? What? So they're a mile ahead of me, just over a mile ahead of me. Not sure. Not long after, Jason got some cramp, and I was oh, brutal, looked brutal. And then oh, I was yeah. like, I got to this aid station, the support, and I was like, get Jason some salts, get Jason salts. And then I was like shouting it just so that the support crew are ready for them to get salts. Cause like, you've got to really like, if the, the crew don't know what you want that mm-hmm. lap, it's really difficult to go and run and get what you need and pass it to them. And okay, you've mm-hmm. got another lap. You've only got a few minutes to get it. But there was a few times where I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't forgot what I was wanting for the next lap. And, and then when I'm thinking of that lap, right, I want this for this lap then I'm shouting gel, but there's not a gel ready for me because I've never said there's a gel. There's a mm-hmm. coke ready for me. There's a water ready for me. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want a gel. So I was a bit of a moany bastard, to be honest. Like, <laughs> you know, De- Debbie was like, and then there was one point, you know, in my moaniness, I was like, how far is fourth behind me? And Debbie's like, 
shut the fuck up, just keep, just keep going. <laughs> Forget about who's behind you, focus on what's in front of you, Get, keep moving forward. So that was really good. She just needed to sort me out, just put me in my place. And, and that was, you know, motivation in itself. So, um, but yeah, like Jason getting the cramps. So seeing him slowing down, I mean, it was brutal to watch. And obviously he's my teammate, club mate. Um, and obviously want him to do really well. Uh, anyone else I would have been delighted for, but for someone who's really in a bad, no, not in a bad, you know, in a bad way, it's, it's a hard 5K for him, but he held on really well. And I think maybe if it was in, in Chris, you know, he, he was he was a good bit ahead of me. I passed him again after um, you know just three k to go or something, and um, you know maybe another lap for Jason. I would have caught him. Maybe a few more laps by Chris. I would have caught him. But at the end of the day, it's it's not a hundred and four k. It's not a hundred five k. It's a it's a hundred k race, and Absolutely. both of them, uh, you know, first they, man to the finish wins. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you finish as long as you finish. So. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but so, but yeah, from my perspective, like that, that was kind of my my sort of mindset was shift it to, right. This is now. This is where where it counts. It's going to hurt. It's going to be slower, but you just don't slow as much down as anyone else. And and, and there was two kind of main sort of, um, yeah, two two main sort of things that were getting me triggers that were getting me to the finish line was. I was getting chased by fourth place, but I was also mm-hmm. chasing down second and first place. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was like, that's was cool. Like, yeah, you just have to like. There's no way I'm going to slow down any. Like, I mean, it hurt. It hurt really bad. But I mean, I was starting to get the odd cramp here and there. But I, I was able to kind of try and just keep it slightly at bay. Uh, but now, like getting to the finish line in third place was just. I think it was actually for me. It was more of an achievement than two years ago this one compared to yeah two years ago even though it was a slower time Interesting. Uh, 707 uh, 654 in Perth it was a cooler day it was um it was in March less humidity the conditions probably it was a lot hillier this course um Interesting. So the, conditions, the conditions weren't favorable but you know as as well as we'll say you know um Joe 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 Murphy had a fantastic run. Like she was, like she she ended up like I passed her, and then that's when I had my wobble, and I couldn't catch her again. So she was running faster than me. Amazing. Uh, maybe not for all of it, but certainly for a good section of it, she was in a bet. You know, she was in a she was running a better pace than I was for because I was like, where is she? Where's she gone? She was she was storming that one stage. I was I thought she was coming storming in to catch the Irish leader, but she did, I mean, amazingly. Yeah, yeah. So, and speaking of Joe, we'll come back to your story, but speaking of Joe, Joe and a couple of your pals and I sat in our oh. the, the TRS virtual waiting room. So let's, uh, let's bring them in and, and hear from them all. There's going to be plenty of mics on mute, without a doubt. Uh, that- there we are. Look at this. Holy moly. Hello, oh. everyone. How are you doing? Oh, you're all on mute. Jeez, oh. You're... Everyone's on mute. Get those mics on mute. Oh, yeah. You can't say hello with your mutes <laughs> on. Jeez, you, you guys been in lockdown or no? Oh, my God. Right, Joe, on, Joe. Joe, Joe you've been on the <laughs> podcast before. You should know better. Holy moly. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome. So I'm going to let me go around the screen then. Uh, so welcome to the podcast. We've got our uh, our British champion Joe Murphy, Jason Kelly, 
Nikki Gibson is on the call as well, and Alison McGill. So welcome everyone to uh, TRS. And firstly, congratulations. Hello. How are, how are you all feeling? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sore, which is quite nice, but tired. Is everybody home now? Are you, any of you still in Ireland? No, no I'm home. We're all home. Yeah, we had to get a, a 7 a.m. flight on on the Sunday morning. I tell you, that was that was brutal. So it was uh it was uh it was a, a short I say it was a late night. It it was a late night, but just one pint down. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. One pint Nikki, of I, non-alcoholic I, beer. Nikki, are you under a blanket right now? Um yes. I'm that is a, that is a, that is amazing. <laughs> well quite right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, uh, just having full home comforts. Well, very well deserved. Very well deserved. <laughs> so let's, you know, let's start with uh, Joe. Let's start with you because we were just talking about you before you before we the, the waiting room was filled <laughs> and we brought you all in. So, congratulations. How how are you feeling about your run? Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. Um, it was pretty much to plan, to be honest, um, or what plan that I'd hoped. It would be. Um, so, yeah, just I can't complain. It, it was executed as I'd hoped, except for the gastric issues that I had late on. But I haven't, I haven't said good. anything about them yet. I didn't know if you wanted me to share what? it on the TRS. Eh? I've already eaten, so please, please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. We're all runners. Um, yeah, no, everything was, I held it all together um, until my insides no longer could cope. And I just couldn't keep anything. Like down the minute I hit, um, minute I took water, it just hit my stomach and came straight back up. So I was kind of being sick while I was running on and off for about ten miles, and then uh, an emergency toilet stop in the last lap, which unfortunately oh, Dave Andrews witnessed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is glorious. That's absolutely glorious. <laughs> I bet you didn't care though. I bet you didn't quite rightly. You, should, you bet you didn't care by the time you got to that finish line. No, I didn't. I was thinking. I just wanted to finish under the eight hours, and I thought this is the quickest way to do it. So, apologies to Dave. <laughs> uh, well, one one thing I'm going to mention about you know because uh, I know she, you're you're too modest to to say. I mean, you obviously at Perth you ran. I think you're eight twenty-ish and. You know, I remember speaking to you back then. You know, you were it wasn't your best race. You were just returning from injury, blah blah blah. Um, but you've improved your time by over thirty minutes. Um, and probably a it's amazing a, a race, a, a course that's tougher conditions. Um, and that's placed you fourth in the women's Scottish All Time list with only a hundred k world medalist, championship world medalist Ellie Greenwood. Zoe Zakareski, Zakareski, oh, sorry, Zakareski. Every time. Every time. Sorry, Every single Joe. time. And uh, Trudy Thompson. So, you know, that's that's incredible. Like, a fantastic result for me, Joe, and you should be hugely proud in, of, yeah. of, of that. Yeah, I have to thing. say, awesome. when, it, when you kind of put it in perspective and see the, the list of names up there, it's it feels like quite an achievement. So, yeah, I'm really chuffed. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, and and just watching it, you know, following the the tracker, the way you were storming through, it was really exciting to watch. It was a hell of a hell of a performance. Real, you know, it's we were talking before about how many it, when you track these races, it, it felt like it was almost like Oompa Loompas watching who's dropping, particularly in the first half. And it was amazing to yeah. see actually your 
you were the polar opposite of that in the in terms of the the track and it was brilliant yeah well i have to say debbie was giving me some of kyle's electrolyte drink so i've probably got <laughs> kyle to thank for me performing well and his decline in the later stages <laughs> i thought uh, well one thing i'm going to say is right well I, I don't know but we we joe and i had the same uh soft flask water bottle thing and i i, I think uh, Joe and Joe was saying, "Oh, it's r- like I haven't washed this for years. I haven't." And then she showed us a picture that was like it was meant to be blue and clear. It was brown. It was like it for something else, you know. So I was like, and then I drank one of them, and you know, obviously, like uh, Debbie must have got them mixed up, or just gave me one of them, and it was like this tastes like shite. <laughs> Literally. And I thought this is Joe's twenty-year-old soft flask bottle. I was like, gar- you know, gagging round, round the race back I was. So thanks, Joe. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so what, Jason, what about you? So I'm seeing you top right. You look very, you look like someone who's very tired. And we've seen some, that was Adrian who shared. Adrian's on the call. I should add everyone who's listening. Yeah, uh, Adrian. Welcome to TRS, Adrian. So Adrian shared some stuff on Twitter, which was absolutely fantastic yesterday, involving you cramping up like an absolute... Someone who's cramping a lot. So, firstly, <laughs> congratulations on your silver medal. How was your 100k debut? Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I I really enjoyed most of it. <laughs> I think it went really well for about 85k, and then in 5k increments from there, it went from really good to okay to quite bad to absolutely <laughs> catastrophic. <laughs> pretty much. Every muscle, I think, between my hips and my ankles just went kind of rigid and I lost functionality of my legs, more or less. Oh, God. <laughs> so the, the last, I think it was the last three laps, or the last two in particular, were really, really grim. The only thing that was sort of relieving the pain slightly was, was doing a sort of half squat and walking actually felt worse than running so i ended up just doing some weird sort of waddle for about the last 4k um and it was yeah pretty horrific to be honest and screaming profanities most of the way around which i can only apologize to anyone who witnessed well i i think i was one of the first to notice you were going in cramp because i went when you lapped me i saw you and you were like you started doing your you're all over the place, to be to be honest. <laughs> I was like, bloody hell. Like, and because I've been there before, I mean, I've I've had the cramps, you've had Jason at the World Trail and the champs, albeit five meters from the line compared to 5k from the line for you. Uh, and uh, it's there's nothing worse. So I remember, you know, when I got to the support group, I was like, salts, Jason needs salts. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was. Yeah, it was brutal for you. Like I, I must, I felt your pain coming right through me. Uh, but you know, you, you know, you kept going, you kept pushing on, and I kept seeing you. And I thought, I've got, I've see, I can see Jason right ahead of me for the last lap. So I started going faster, and it wasn't him. Yeah, the thing was like because I already knew that Rob, but unfortunately, I had to drop out with injury. And, you know, we needed three of us for a counting team. Yeah. And I'm thinking course, yeah. with, with two laps, with about 4K to go, I'm thinking, I can't really move here, but I don't have much of a choice. I've got to. 
And yeah. uh, I, I sort I think it was two laps to go. I kind of had a few words with myself and basically decided that I was either going to get there and finish or I was going to be removed from the track in an ambulance. <laughs> Good lad. Two possible, opportunity, uh, possible <laughs> options. Uh, thankfully, it was the former rather than the latter. But yeah, it was uh, it was tough. And in that last lap, I think I only had about 600 metres or so to go just round the last corner. And, uh, and I saw Kyle across the other side of a sort of long, um, sort of outlying section of the track. And he gave me a bit of a shout of encouragement. And that's pretty much the point where I knew, we, I knew we'd won it and we were going to be a one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was ace. It was such a, yeah, well, yeah, well done, Jason, for... I think you would have got a few pellets if you stopped. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> a hell of a, a hell of a debut. It was, uh, it was fantastic. So just, just to keep going around, so Nikki, so well done for you. So another worked as so yet another medalist. Tell us about your run. So I, um, I always knew I was going to struggle at the start. I'm a bit of a like I'll always feel better at twenty miles than I will two miles. So I was I was I was pretty much anticipating like you're not going to feel a one from the get go. And like sure enough, probably the first twenty k was when I was. I'm not going to say the most uncomfortable because that was definitely the last 20k but I was a bit like it's just a bit overwhelming it felt a bit overwhelming like starting on that that course and thinking like right this is you basically for the next nine hours just going round here and then I had a bit of an issue with one of my toes so I stopped to like get a blister sorted and it, it was like a formula one pit stop like I sat down and Debbie like had my, my sock and my shoe off and I was like mortified that she was rubbing cream into my manky feet <laughs> um, but yeah I was like oh god but uh, yeah it was like so efficient she was like shoe off done out, out the pit stop in a way and it still wasn't fixed so I decided to change my sock um, but my other foot was fine so I was also then a bit embarrassed to be like making my Scotland debut in odd socks and uh, <laughs> it wasn't even a running sock I had one running sock on and I had one like night like ankle sock that I'd been wearing the day before um, so I was a bit like, this is, I look like an absolute punter here, even uh-huh. more so than, than I did. But once that was sorted, I was fine. So I kept going. So I was glad that I stopped early to kind of deal with that. And then I would say probably I was reasonably strong, like 20 to 80k. I just ground it out. And then from 80k on, I was like, this is, this is a struggle. But kind of Joe had prepped me beforehand and sort of said that she like enjoys seeing other people suffer sorry Joe I'm just totally dropping you in it there but but I totally I got that I was like actually like I'd, I'd set out quite conservatively but then as as the race went on I was picking people off and moving up the field and that's the best way to run because you just get such a boost and you're like actually I'm going to keep going here and I'm doing all right and then when I realized I was like the second Scottish counter I was like I'm not letting this go I'm not letting this slip and then I think with about five laps to go, I said to Adrian, I can do this in under nine hours. So I kind of looked at the clock and saw the math and he just went, well, how badly do you want it? Oh, like, yes. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Per- perfect. He's done this before, eh? <laughs> yeah, perfect moment. It just looked like as I was running off to the, into the distance as well. So, yeah, it was brilliant. And, yeah, I was delighted to finish. Uh, so I don't, I, I, you know me, I'm not the, by any means, I'm the ultra expert here. So was that your 100k debut? Yeah, wow, I've never, okay, I've so... never done anything more than a marathon. So what? Yeah, wow, did, okay. Did, in, in training, I did six up to sixty k, but I've never raced anything more than a marathon or oh wow, anything like that. 
Blimey, so that so, is a real... Uh, well, how far did you go in training? How far into the unknown did you go? On? 60k. 60k? So, yeah. So on the day, I was like, get to 60k, because you've done that before, and then it's been whatever happens, happens. But as long as you kind of can get through that. Um, wow. So, yeah. What what a return then. That's uh, What a return on uh, on your debut. That's absolutely amazing. And, and not only, you know, and within your debut, you, you were 13 female in all Scottish all-time list as well. So, you know, 844 yeah. run, uh, absolutely fantastic. And the, in terms of the, the, the female team, you guys were second. Scott, so just pipped by the, the Irish team. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. So, yeah, let's let's keep with the, 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 the female. Um, yeah, let's keep with the females. Uh, we've got... Alison, Alison, tell us about your run. Hello, if I was a, as you described it, I'm more of a, an Impalumpa run. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I've got, no, before Alison goes in, I've got to say, go on Twitter, I, I was reading today uh, the, a really nice recap uh, from you, Alison. There's a great f- video, which again, Adrian shared, of you finishing. So you were definitely not an Impalumpa because you finished. <laughs> yeah, so I started off with Morgan, um, you know, teammates and we, you know, we're good running together. Um, and it was nice and we're happy and we're chatting. Uh, maybe first like 15, 20 miles. And then I had a quick toilet stop and then I didn't really manage to catch up with Morgan. And I don't know, it was after maybe kind of marathon distance. I felt, you know, what Jason felt, but I felt it a lot earlier. Um, and then Debbie noticed that I was kind of lagging and she said, oh, is your, <clears throat> your quad's gone. And so I got a, an assisted 10 squat reps with the crew, um, <laughs> which is quite cool, but uh, it really helped. Um, so from kind of last 30 miles, is, it was pretty painful, um, which I, I knew it would be hard, but I, I really didn't expect that amount of pain and discomfort. Um, but I, I say, I, you know, I was watching the girls going around and just watching them and, you know, seeing each other, every loop and things was just brilliant. Um, it kind of kept you going. And then at one point I heard Morgan like cheering me on and I thought, I was like, what's going, you know, what's happened? And then I realised like Nikki was the third counter and I was like, right, I, I haven't got a choice here, you know, I have to do it for the team. And from then it was everything for the team. And I had at one point, I said to Debbie, I, I just, I want to stop and I got a look. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she said, uh, how are you going to feel in the morning? And I thought, Okay, right. I need to go on here and and yeah, just just went on and and finished. So, but yeah, I'm glad glad I got through it. But it was uh, it was a lot harder than expected. But it was that so is, I can't even get my I can't comprehend this uh, this sort of this discussion of the last thirty miles were horrible. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I mean, absolutely <laughs> heroic to get to and to do it for the team and, and to do it. I mean, in a Scotland vest, you know, that's a I mean, all of you all uh, representing the country. That's just, uh, it's just amazing. It really is. And I guess, and maybe for you, Adrian, what, how, what was it like on the, you were, as the, on the side from a team perspective then with, with all these guys out there and you must be delighted with the result. Oh, you're mute, Adrian. You've been There's on the show one. as well, Adrian. You should know better. <laughs> You're still on mute, Adrian. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> While Adrian unmutes himself, 
<laughs> no, it's still not there. <laughs> I would to anyone who's follow anyone who's uh, you should uh, Twitter listeners. You need to get onto uh, if you're not already. Follow Adrian uh, at Tarot Tweets on uh, on Twitter. He is, I mean, for someone like me who is following it remotely, it's uh, it's just a, an unrivaled resource of, of updates from ultra racing, not only uh, across Scotland but across Europe. He's uh, he's still trying to figure out himself, isn't he? <laughs> this is where this is where we should be able to uh, <laughs> reactivate it remotely. <laughs> well, well, let, while he's while he's still unmuting himself, let's. Uh, I, I'm, I'm disgusted with the rescue. This man is, has been so motivational. No one has uttered a word of encouragement to him in his moment of need to get his microphone unmuted. Adrian, how badly do you want this TRS interview? Get that mic unmuted. Crack on. Why don't you just text us what you? And then we'll. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll get there. I'm sure you'll get there. Maybe this doesn't want to chat to us. Maybe well, this well, wants to listen. Well, maybe. Well, while he okay. unmutes then. So let, I'm, I'm quite keen to hear. So we've got the both from the, the debutants, but also the you experienced uh, 100K runners. What did you take from what do you take from that event? Jason. Uh, it hurts a lot. And I probably need to think about taking some salt on earlier. Um <laughs> I had some with me, uh, but I was my thoughts were kind of I'll take on some salt if I start feeling the muscles getting tight or cramping, uh, and yeah, I guess that's something to think about proactively rather than reactively for sure next time. Decent, Joe. Joe, what is it? Not to shit yourself in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like it didn't work yeah. a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just Didn't not share to by my the actual way. pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was, uh, I, I just love it. I love a loops course. And I think it was even more special because we all saw each other so many times. And even like you could see each other across the track. We were able to encouragement and um, just kind of keep each other going. And like Nikki says, I totally love seeing everybody suffering and just grinding through it. It's, it's torture, but it's like we're all torturing ourselves together. Yeah, that's uh, oh, well, well, Adrian. Adrian, we'll just we'll hello. Get, oh, there there he is. Is. In a moment. Well, but, but let's let's continue with uh, Nikki and and Alison. So, Nikki, what's your sort of take homes from the race, and then we'll get to you, Adrian. Mine's probably a bit cheesy, but. Uh, I need to have a little bit more belief in myself. Yeah, I was yeah. quite hard on myself beforehand. Yeah. I felt like I didn't feel like I was the fittest I'd ever been. I felt like I'd got a few things wrong in my training. Um, and I kind of felt a bit like a bit of an imposter syndrome type thing. Um, just surrounded like by all these amazing runners that were going to go in and do great things. And I was pretty convinced that I was going to be a bit embarrassed by the end of Saturday and had sort of visions of everyone waiting for me at the end and been finished for hours and me still having to bang it out but actually on the day it kind of all came together and yeah 13th all-time Scottish 100k yeah. on my debut that's so amazing I'm, yeah I'm, I'm like chuffed, chuffed a bit and like a bit emotional about the whole thing it's still settling it setting in but yeah. I was a bit emotional the whole weekend really so it, it was brilliant I had such a great time and I sat in it everyone was so lovely and so welcoming it's such an amazing team to be part of and I sat in a team meeting on the Friday night and I just had this moment where I thought, like, if I do have a shocker tomorrow, 
and this is all this is in terms of I've got here and I'm part of this team, then that's going to be enough. That was an amazing experience as it is. Um, but then it was it was it all turned out pretty good in the end. So and you should be quite you should quite right. You should be chuffed. You should be uh I think the I mean it's yeah, amazing results. It is genuinely some I find it is genuinely inspirational. You look at results like that, you know, uh to go to make a debut at a distance like that and perform so well is it's it's incredible. It even it even makes some like me uh just think uh, that is like yeah, the end that you inspire me to think ending is you know you can you can do these things you know it's it's amazing. Well done. And and Alison, what's your take home? I think the biggest thing for me is like you just never ever stop learning. Like every yeah. single race, you you know you're picking up so many things, um, and there's no shame in asking for help from like your, your team, your friends and family, yeah. um, and that's probably one of the biggest things that, that I had from this is is help and asking for it for a change and it just gets you through and gets you to the start so it's nice. brilliant it's there's a real theme of team here which is amazing to see and it's like y'all you've all in your own experiences talked about the rest of the team which is so nice um my personal takeaway is that if i ever do an ultra i'm going to wear odd socks after uh <laughs> after nikia that's that's the main the, my main takeaway here it's got to be a punter dirty sock as well <laughs> 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 just, just to add to that whole theme of of the yeah the the sense of the team, I thought it was great that you know both Rob and Morgan unfortunately had to to pull out with their injury issues, but no sooner were they out of the race than they were just jumping straight in, crewing all the rest of us. Oh um, wow! You know, I, I think a few of us. I know Rob gave me a couple of his bottles of Coke, a couple of salt tablets towards the end. So you know, as as soon as they're out of the race which was unfortunate for them you know they're very much doing everything that they can for all the rest of us for those yeah ab- absolutely you're, you're bang on <laughs> and yeah every there's just just a whole team ethos and spirit it was brilliant and and that kind of brings us on nicely to chat to the man the myth the legend that is adrian stott so we you've managed to you you had two profiles of you were on on zoom twice there and now you, you've unmuted yourself and here you are so Adrian, firstly, thank you for getting everyone together and uh, giving us the opportunity to to prove ourselves on that that motor racing track. So, yeah, how how is how's your weekend been? Oh, what's your take homes from it? Oh, I've just, while I've been listening to you guys, I've just been scribbling a few notes down here because I wasn't sure what we're going to be chatting about tonight. But um, this is off the record, by the way. Eh? So, <laughs> This is being recorded. Um, so is it? Oops. Um, number one, it's just like Scotland basically has a great tradition in ultra running. Has done for the last I don't know how many years. Yeah, and we know to thank for that. Going back, a little guy from the northeast of Scotland. But yeah. you're just following in that whole tradition. And if I can be, if anyone is. I assume this is going public eventually. If anyone's listening to this yeah. is thinking, why should I run an ultra? And a lot of people still think of ultra as a bit sort of left field, really out there. But I think we've broken that myth over the years. that It's not something wacky. It's not just a lunatic fringe. It's just a natural progression of endurance. Endurance starts at 800 meters and it finishes wherever you want it to go, basically. Yeah. Um, from 800 meters upwards is endurance. And 
even some of you guys who are running at the weekend, you know, you look at people like Chris and Jason and Nikki and Allison, they've all come through the classic club route, marathon route, cross country 10Ks. And then there's this little thing called 100K just waiting in the distance <laughs> for you all. And it's just, and it's just a natural progression. And as ultras have become more popular over the last 10, 15, 20 years, more and more people want to do it. And the challenge is just there and it's real and it's doable. Yeah. Yeah, you're bang on. Yeah. <laughs> um but taking that back to you guys i mean because obviously i i'm just a recreational runner these days so i i get a buzz out of just seeing people just fulfill their potential and you guys have just had potential in buckets and you just all stepped up to the mark and nailed it basically Brilliant. yeah it was i mean it, it seemed to me just yeah across the board it was there was such a scotland presence i mean it was great it's great that you take teams to that event um and it's great that we, that, yeah, we have such a big, uh, and even if you, if you picked that, if that team had been picked two years ago, uh, Adrian, I guess, such as running and things change, but I mean, a lot of the, you know, the, the, a lot of these guys might not have been, I certainly didn't think of any, well, apart from maybe Joe and Kyle, I had none of you in mind as ultra runners and yet you're coming away with medals. I mean, that's, that's amazing to see that, that your, your, your feeding system is working. Yep. And there'll be other guys, I hope, listen to this. You've done a few good marathons and thinking, hey, you know, what's, what's this 100K thing about, you know, and it may take them two, three years, but it'll just nag away at them. <laughs> it easy does. Tig- easy, easy Tiger, I'm they wanting all these folk to start beating me. Jason and Chris did the same thing. Eh? Chris, every, every week, Cal tells me about how ridiculous it is to do ultras and no one should do them. And stay away. <laughs> that, that's so so true. It doesn't hurt at all, does it, Jason? <laughs> the video evidence would lie would suggest that's a lie Jason that's going to be the profile uh, of TRS is Jason's uh, Jason's like it's, you know it's like the, the opposite of evolution <laughs> if, if I can give one of the takeaways I think I was chatting to I think it was Morgan and Alison on Saturday night we were coming back from having our ice cream and we got talking about if any of you have ever read Tim Noakes' Law of Running that big sort of doorstop of a book that mm-hmm. In that book, he goes on about something called the governor principle. Mm-hmm. You you guys all aware of that? People yeah, is it the central governor. Yeah. Basically, exactly. It's almost like when you're a kid and you sort of stick your finger in a flame and it hurts and everything. It's very similar to that, but it's relating to elite sport or any sport that there's something inside you that sort of says, hang on, what I'm doing here is, is dangerous and is, I'm going to go over a cliff. Yeah. And, but, as you train and as you get used to the things in endurance running at any sort of level, you just get to push that back. And Jason's a classic example because his governor principal was telling him, hey, no, stop, stop, stop. This is hurting. <laughs> but um, as long as you're not going right over the edge of the cliff, you can just pull out amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Whatever you're sounded. Yes. You guys are doing it at an elite level. Um, but even sort of, that's the same for sort of, Joe or Joan Jogger moving up from 10K to half marathon. That's their sort of governor principle that something's telling them I can't even do a half marathon, but they get through it. Yeah. Mm. But at your sort of level, J- Jason just epitomized that on Saturday, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. So speaking of, of the, the sort of this, what is your limit and what's stopping you? I'm really in- intrigued to hear what's next for you all. So I know you're all, you're all just recovering and probably aching and, Nikki's still enjoying the comforts of a blanket, but what is the, what do you see as being, what's next? Maybe Alison, for you, what's the, 
what's next on your calendar? It can be next week, it can be six months, a year away. What, what are you now thinking about, if you have a plan, um, that is? To be honest, I asked uh, at the airport when we arrived back in Edinburgh, I asked Adrian what date the next would be, you know, the next day CVB for next year. So, nice. Because <laughs> um, I had, obviously, I had a, you know, place for the West Highland Way um, last couple of years. And I thought, you know, after this training, I'm just going to come off the road. You know, I want to nail the, the West Highland Way. But now I, I just want to go back and run the ACP again and just, you know, give it my best. I did give it my best, but just I've got so much to take from last weekend that I want to improve it like so much more. So. Yeah. What a, what an attitude and what an advocate for the ACP yeah. to, to want to go yeah. back. That's amazing. What about you? What about you, Joe? Any interest in defending your defending your title? Uh, oh, I'll struggle to turn down another ACP offer if it comes in next year. But um, I'm going to Gloucester for a 24 hour track race at the end of October. So I really want to push myself and see what I can do uh, in that 24 hour time limit. Wow. I didn't know you were doing that, Joe. Yeah. I'm a bit gutted. I never entered Belfast, and I know there's obviously a lot of people going there, but I put in for Gloucester a while back, so yeah, yeah, heading there. Nice, nice. How about you, Nikki? What's next on your your agenda? I don't know. Obviously, in the run-up to this, I've done that classic thing of saying I'm not doing anything else. Like, this is (laughs) it, like... I do that and then that's it and then on Saturday night I was like I'm never doing that again and then even yesterday and then today Ali's like sending me races and I was like "Mm, (laughs) (laughs) maybe and when is the last time and when and uh, yeah I kind of feel like I've stepped into this this mad but amazing world where it's just it's just so different it's a just different different world and I've kind of like had a taste of it now and I'm I'm like Maybe I quite like this, so I'm not sure. I need to have a wee look at the race diary and, and see what there is in the kind of future. But yeah, totally different. I was I'm quite looking forward to having a few weekends where I was saying like throwing up Lucas Aid isn't just a normal occurrence. Like stepped into this, <laughs> this world where a Sunday morning is throwing up Lucas Aid for two hours and that's just normal. So I think maybe a few weekends, a few weekends off the sugar might be might be pretty good. So that's really cool to hear that you're that this is that I guess the, on the weekend ultra running sealed the deal with you and it's uh it wasn't a one night stand it's it's a <laughs> long term relationship now. Yeah, well we will see, but I'll put my partner doesn't listen to this because I promised that was it. But <laughs> well, at least a second date then for ultra running. At least yeah, that one, yeah, 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 second date. Yeah. Nice. And what what about you, Jason? Uh, for me, another hundred k for sure. Um, I'll, I'll look at the certainty on that face. Nice. I'll definitely be putting the the hat in the ring next year uh, for the ACP. I think it's quite funny. I've had a couple of people asking me, like, it looked like you suffered a lot. Has that put you off uh, trying another hundred k? And to be honest, it's the complete opposite more than anything. I feel like I ran a really good ninety k and then had a tough last ten. But the way I look at that is, all right, well, I've got a year to train for the last 10K. Yeah. So that's that, That's that's what I'd like to do, yeah, see if I can improve on the 100K. Right. That's a great attitude. And and because uh, I don't know yet, Kyle, tell us, hey. what's next for you, mate? I don't know. I have no idea, eh? But I, <laughs> I say I have no idea. I've got, I've got 
I'm 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 hooing and hawing whether or not I do a 24 hour race as well. I I'm knew it. I knew I knew that was coming. I'm as mad I could... as Joe. But um I didn't actually know there was a, a one in Gloucester at the end of October. Um because Belfast could be a bit of a bollock to get to. Um because uh, for for me personally, like I said this before, you know, the, where I'm at in terms of my life, there's all these other things coming at me and it's trying to fit in the time for running and I still want to invest in it because I haven't got that many years left of, of peaking. So I want to try and make the most of it. So I do want, you know, I feel like I've, you know, I feel like I've gone through the, the stages of, of distance running from like 800 metres all the way up to marathon and then beyond that and now 50k trail, 100k road and then, you know, a treadmill, maybe a 100 miler UTMB, as you know, Tom, uh, and a 24-hour race is probably like the kind of the last one standing um and and based on the run i had and i'm walking fine you know other than other than the odd you know hiccup here and there i'm walking not too bad so i'm hoping if i can recover well and put in a decent block and use 100k as a base then i would like to try and continue the training and then after october i think i'm gonna have some some kind of time off and just enjoy running recreationally but that's that's where I'm at just now, but I have to, yeah, I have to kind of think long and hard if do I want to do I want to do those long runs um, up until the end of October? I don't know, but hey, so there's since Adrian's on and Adrian, you've got a bit of a a bit of influence on here that uh, in, in the ultra running world that there's a big championship, a 24 hour championship in Nantes, which is only about an hour from here. So I think. In May 22, I really, really think you should strongly think about taking a Scotland team to Nantes. And uh, if you need some local crewing, you know, that's uh, <laughs> just, 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 just for me. It's, it's, we're here, just an hour down the road. Okay. Or I'll be. I mean, I, I'll have to get the train. I'll have to get the train to Albi as well. I'll put him some fun development squad together. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I know Dave Andrews went to Albi. He raved about it. So that could be that's uh that could be an option for you. It's a good event. Yeah, I was there with the GB team when they did their dams a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, you know, of course, yeah. I'm sure there's not not many you don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. And uh yeah, congratulations again. You all did so well. It was it was uh it was amazing to follow. And I'm I'm really uh I hope you all have a good recovery and really excited to see what what's next for you. And I'm sure that. I suspect we'll see you all at the ACP next year by the sounds of it. You're all motivated. You're all performing well. So, yeah, uh, good luck with the, with the rest of the year. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming on and rest up, folks. Thank you very much. Don't be strangers. <laughs> and, right. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye, you. guys. Catch you later. Very good. Well, thank you to uh, all your pals for coming on, pal. It was great. Ah, oh, well, it was, it was great to see them again, you know, and they, they've got a little bit more colour back in their faces again. So it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, that's always a good sign, eh? So, um, so one, one, one person that we haven't spoke to yet and, and we're going to be getting on is our man, Rico, our champion, Rico. So Rico will be coming on. Um, Later on in the week, Rico is a 
it's it's the man, the legend that is Rico. He's like Ronaldo. He's just one word now. It, 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 you know, people will know him as Rico, the British champion. It's not Chris Richardson is dead. Long live Rico. That's the way <laughs> the ultra, the, all us, as far as the ultra world are concerned. So, well, what, great. one thing, one thing I'm going to mention is I actually don't know if it was a British championship because of England weren't in the because they couldn't bring a team because of COVID. But I don't know what his class does because obviously the ACP was. A British Championship, but whether or not it's it is or not, I, I don't know. But it might it might not be. But anyway, who cares? I would take it as British. It's not. It's not. Let's be honest. It's not going to be another British Championship. So my, well, my question. To, so yeah, but surely, yeah, you, surely you want it to be your. You want to have a bronze at the British Champs, right? Exactly. Oh Christ, I. Yeah, no, I, I don't know because I, I think somebody said it might not be, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just well, just in case some some smart Alex says, oh, it's not a British Championship. I was like, well, okay, whatever. But, uh, I think, as far as TRS is concerned, we are counting. Exactly. We exactly so, there is a British Championship in the, the, the eyes of TRS, eh? So indeed, there you go. Well, yeah. So that's um. I, I mean, for for my perspective, I don't know if I've got much else to say about my race. Uh, you know, just before we were chatting and they came on, um, I don't know if there's anything else that I haven't covered. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was just. It was an awesome experience, and it was great just to be back racing again. Um, you know, I've I've missed it. I have missed it. Um, but I've also, I I also, um, you know, I also like the fact that I'm not having to lace up my my running shoes for a while and and get back doing long runs. Um, I'll bet what my race goals are going to be in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. I'll, I'll have so- a good long hard think about what I want to do and. So on that one, right, I said, I, after, on Saturday night, we were, uh, after your event, I said to Fiona, I reckon Kyle's, I tell you right now, Kyle will go, is now going to go to 24 hours. I think you're, I think uh, my, my feeling was that you've, that's two, twice you've done well at 100k um, with this sort of younger, and again, I, who am I to read your mind? But I, my gut feeling was you've been kind of, I've heard the seeds have been in there for a while, 24 hours, and I, I thought, I said to her, I think that that's the, I think we might see him go to 100K now. And, and to be fair, you looked, on one hand, you could say you, your, your execution of 100K was so good, why wouldn't you go again? But then I think the fact that you looked pretty, you 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 were, you didn't have a car crash in the last 20, 30K. So that would show that you've got the legs and the head to go longer. Okay, I know it's only seven hours versus 24 hours, but you've got the, you went pretty deep into the tre- treadmill challenge. You ran, you ran well in Chamonix for 30 hours. So I think, uh, that was what that was my guess, but anyway, only you will know. So maybe over the next couple of weeks, once you've come to an agree, I come to a, I was going to say an agreement. Maybe it's an agreement. Right, with it has to come be an to. agreement. It's yeah. probably a contractual agreement between Tommy, uh, my coach, my wife, Debbie, uh, <laughs> my mum and dad, because they probably don't want to see another car crash. That was the treadmill yes. challenge, and uh, so it's uh, and then yeah, probably the the agreement between. The, the the devil on this side and the angel on the other yeah, yeah. You know, they have to kind of combine and work together so um yeah i don't know we'll figure it out but i, I don't know what i'll do but i i basically feel like it's it's, it's you, you can keep going you can have a recovery and you can keep going you can keep training you can you know perform but i kind of feel like i just want to do because maybe it's just a bit of hunger as well like if i'm i'm, I'm getting older Will I just keep going? Will I do another race just before the year's out? That's another kind of A-ish race. I, well, I think it, 
But you, you hit the nail on the head is what do you want to achieve and what do you want to get? What's your sort of raison d'etre? And that's, you know, I wrestle with that quite a lot. And, you know, yeah. and I, I've, you know me, I've been, I, I continue to turn up. I'm keep every year it's, I'm starting another marathon block. So I really, I, I refuse to hang up my hat without going to sub 230. So I keep, yeah. so for me, I'm quite, that, that keeps me going. But I think for you, it's, it's you're, you've operated at such a, a top level. You've, you know, you've competed for GB, you've competed for Scotland, you've competed for, you compete at various distances. You've gone to, UTMB, which is the big one. So, what what gets you out of bed in the morning is probably the biggest uh, the biggest thing. Do you want another GB vest? Do you want a title? Do you you know what that? I think that's really what you need to sell. And do you just want to enjoy it? I think probably all three of them. Really, you know, it's probably <laughs> <laughs> I want to enjoy it. I want another so, GB vest. But do you know what? So, and that's why I thought you were quite unambitious at the start when you said if someone had said an extra twenty miles a week and you would have won it. I, I don't believe that for a second, to be honest. I think that I think in this stage you've obviously you balanced a lot and you know with a with a with a baby arriving and various things in COVID, and I get that. But yeah. I think but I knowing you, I don't think I think uh, I would have probably, I'm not, I'm not probably, buying that. You, you might uh, I might have found time for that twenty miles, but I would have struggled if you needed. It. Yeah, if I needed to, I would have maybe I would have struggled to get. I wouldn't have enjoyed the training as much as I mean I've I've half enjoyed the training. It's, but yeah, you, 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 maybe, maybe I should have reworked selling that. it. <laughs> Let's say, <laughs> probably right. Why would I deny that if I knew I was guaranteed I'd win it? Yeah, probably. You, probably exactly. Yeah. But I think but, that's when you, you go in and you go, right, that extra 20, 30 miles a week, what, what, is it worth it? Is it, is I mean, it, is it going to be, is, is it worth the return for me to maybe get, you just don't know that. I think that's mm. that's the that's the the difficulty with training and the beauty of training is you just don't know what the best portion is. No runner knows exactly. the best portion. Like you can, I mean, I've I've done hundred mile plus weeks and ran shite, and then I've ran eighty miles a week and I've had a great run. And it probably, if I was to look back in my training for the hundred k, my my perf pathway so there definitely been better training but it's not to say if i was to do that training now if i would have been any faster i, I don't know it's, yeah it's all, who, who knows and, and then you've also got to balance it by like yeah okay you might have improved but would, would i be in a better headspace would i be more tired would i be yeah. you know out with the run inside the things like it's also not all qual- it's also not all quantity is it we talk a lot yeah. here about consistency and quality so maybe it's what and actually maybe this is a good thing to reflect on now and maybe you can continue last week do you think your training was consistent enough that for what you in hindsight that you know and do you think what's the difference between now and and uh two years ago or three years ago whatever it was when you were 10 minutes up the road or 15 minutes up the road wherever it was what do you think what do you think the difference is were you just were you just doing more then were you just three years younger I, I don't believe that we've seen what rob turnish can do yeah. What, so what do you think is the difference this year? I, probably having two kids probably is a big, big okay. uh, contributor for that. Um, less, less consistency, being not as consistent as I was before. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, when I knew I was in the team, I did train. I, I got my sessions in, I got my long runs in, and I was, you know, I had some blips here and there. But my my hip, I, I feel my hip more like my left hip running more often than I used to but I can still get through it uh 
but I, I, I just don't, I need to do more to get rid of the bloody pain or find out why I'm getting the pain. There's maybe mm-hmm. whether or not I can go away. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'd probably, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just been, it's been harder to do the training. It, like two years ago, it would have been a lot easier to go, right. I'm going to do 40 miles at this pace. Brilliant. I'll crack on. And it's, you're, you're sore afterwards, but not as sore as I was, uh, this time around when I'm doing the training, it's just, feels a lot more laborious and potentially mm. before um that's interesting yeah but i mean it's uh yeah these are the refle- these are, i guess these are the reflections that over the next few weeks you need to just t- think about and think about what's the yeah what what, what what's next so um i think straight so- away straight after the race i was like no nah, need to do that again <laughs> yeah. and then i was like at night classic steve redgrave i like it <laughs> i was in my bed going hold on i feel all right i'm walking normally i'm 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 not I'm happy. I love, you know, the feeling of elation, the feeling of doing the training and it pays off regardless of if you win a race, you get a personal best, wherever you are in the field, it doesn't matter that, that elation you get, you just money can't buy it. And, and I think maybe the reason I'm wanting potentially like maybe have another running base goal, not only to keep, you know, if one of us gets an injury, at least where one of us is doing something, you know, and if mm-hmm. I get an injury, then you've got a goal and vice versa or whatever. Um, but I think when you don't have a, something you can, you can get, you can kind of just get a little bit, not depressed. I mean, I've got my energies and my, my children now and, and Debbie and those things, but, but yeah, having a running goal just gives you that motivation. It just keeps you, keeps you in the game. I think keeps you rel- it keeps me mm-hmm. relevant to try and, just go right. I'm still going to do a run today. I'm going to do something. I'm going to keep the fitness up because I don't want to lose it. I'm scared that I'll lose it and it won't come back. You know, obviously mm. I've been lucky this year. Um, but there's there's that element in me as well. Just to what's gonna what's also what's gonna excite me? What's uh does a 10k running a 10k PB excite me anymore? Well, yeah, it would, but it's not a realistic goal because I don't think I'll ever get a 10k PB again. I have to run sub five minutes per mile. I can't do one of them just now. Bugger that. Um, half marathon PB, yeah, maybe. A marathon PB probably could get one if I trained hard, if the stars aligned and I could sort my hip out. Um, a 24-hour race, no idea. I'm going a lot slower. Maybe it's... Well, you would, you would P- you would, at, least you, at least you would PB at it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, well maybe not. Okay, debut though. Yeah, debut. Well, good, yeah, but no, again, no, the treadmill challenge. You, you can go to twenty four hours. So that, again, it would be a PB. Let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. <laughs> so I'm yeah, very excited I, to hear what's coming though. It's very knows, uh, it? plenty, but, plenty. Yeah, well, reco- I think most importantly, recover first. Yeah, but anyway, well, let let's stop talking about me. But yeah, just to you know, just to round that off, uh, you know, a massive thank you, everyone who said good luck. Uh, Supported me and um, you know from my fr- my friends, my family, to to you know Debbie and the the, the kids and and Debbie Martin Consani as well. You know she wasn't she 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 got me to that start line, held my hand uh, all the way at the start line and and during the race and and at the end. So yeah, massive kudos to to Debbie, who's a legend in her in her own right in the ultra world and someone that we'll certainly get on to chat about her running um, and her achievements and, you know, the perception as well of, of being a team manager as well. So we'll definitely get her on to, to chat too. So, yeah, but, um, but moving on, uh, you know, 
once you know those supporters to another supporter like you know tommy boy what's uh what's been happening from oh. your side then you know Mate, no no this i'm telling you this i i can't possibly follow that uh group of scotland individuals so i'm not even going to try let's uh <laughs> let, all you need to know is i ran some miles last week it's fine <laughs> Dude, i was back 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 of the club back on track so we're and is Andy uh, holding up then it is. I'm probably doing so. I ran 110k last week. I probably job, did. Boy. I probably did 30k worth of monster walks for the knee. Oh, you know, yeah. like an absolute trooper. So it's. Uh, I obviously exaggerate, but yeah, I'm doing a lot of monster walking at the moment. I'm doing a lot of uh, doing some various sex. I'm really yeah, tell the listeners to it. why you're doing monster walks in case they've got no idea what you're talking about, or they start doing it on the road or something. So I'm doing a monster walk up and down the... We don't live in a very big apartment in Paris, such as Paris. So I open up the door from the kitchen diner into the hall, into the, the spare room, which I'm... Slash home office, which I'm working in. And I just... It's like banded. So band between the... I've got a, a band above my knees and I'm uh, and I'm just walk, sideway, sidewalking, if you like, like a crab. But on my toes, slightly uh, squatted, sideways walking up and down and I do like um, anyway this is something uh, James physio run gave me years ago and the latest physio also said I should work on that because my left glute is quite lazy and it's I think this is the when you look at me running from behind that's the problem that I'm that my on the left side it's my hips dropping quite a lot and the, the, that glute is not strong enough so I'm, I'm working on that I'm doing that till it's a deep deep burn it's really quite fatiguing and it's I think it's I think it's working because touch wood it's the pain is less now I can run reasonably pain free uh, through most of the runs and um, yeah and I'm running with a I'm running with a metronome the rest most of the week just to keep my cadence up and I think it's 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 I'm on the right path I think I'm on the right path as the last time the challenge for me I know is going to be to keep all this up so uh, I need to and that's Fiona's very good at exercises and being really rigid with them so she's cracking the whip to keep me on them which is good um back at the club on saturday back to team langland on the on the track which was good crack so uh yeah so I'll, maybe in the next couple of weeks i'll give you give a more thorough look ahead on as i kind of start to look quite seriously at valencia like but you it. know what we can maybe go to results actually because one thing that you know i was go as we kind of marathon season comes upon us i got a real pang of jealousy i'm very gutted not to be going to um not to be going down to uh, Antrim or up to Antrim, I should say, this weekend. But actually, it was a, there was a big race on the weekend in the sense it was the the big half. Um, and we had some Scotland representation there. I think the main one we want to talk about is uh, Jamie Crow. So Jamie Crow, who's running London. Uh, Jamie is, of course, on uh, Central yeah, Sea Runner. Star, isn't he? he? He is, yeah. So 104.19, 64.19 wow. for, for seventh place. He's in, good, he's in good company there. He came in just behind... Uh, about a minute back from, or 30 seconds back from Matt Close, who, um, who's a top athlete in front of Ollie Lockley. So really, a uh, really strong run from Jamie. So that's boding really well for London. I'm, I'm really excited to see how he goes. Um, of course, it was a win for Jake Smith, who we, listeners will remember, we, we talked about him quite a lot at the start of the year when he, he paced some of the Olympic trial at uh, Kew Gardens, and he went on to pace the Cheshire Marathon and ended up keeping going and ran an Olympic qualifier and 210 something so really impressive yeah. from him to win in 102 or six very much a, a british field on the day with jack rowe second in 102.11 and uh moadan third in uh 102.28 uh 
Um, so that was really impressive on the men's side. On the women's side, it was a, a big comeback win for uh, Charlotte Perdue. Charlotte, of course, who missed out on the selection of the for the Olympics and a little bit controversial um, place where there was talk about should she, she you know she apparently was overlooked but I think the in the end no no real qualms at who was selected. Um, I'm trying to find the result. I think only the men's results in front of me, but it was a it was certainly a course. Uh, it was. A, Sorry about this. It's quite hard. Uh, I'm trying to find the results. They're not very um, user Terrible friendly. Terrible results system. I've got yeah, it on both no genders. filter for the females. Yeah. It's still overall male. Um, but no, I, I can't I can't seem to find them either. That's super annoying. Yeah. Anyway, well, I know because I, I, I watched a bit of the coverage. So it was a win for Charlotte Perdue. Second place was... Um, I'm blanking. Anyway, it was a win for Charlotte Perdue. Sorry about that. That's really poor that we don't have the, the results up. Only showing us the well, let, let's not say sorry to the listeners. Let's, I mean, firstly, they, they can do their own research, but secondly, sorry, out London Marathon, yeah, make sure that you you, you can you, you can filter out the male and female results. Not difficult, surely, Christ, absolutely. Well, at least include the female results because I can't actually see them anywhere. Um, so that was that was that's good, anyway. Great to see those races coming back, but actually. Um, I'm picking up the pace of it because we've rambled on quite a bit tonight. But actually, interestingly, was the it was great to see the Rune the Toon 10k come back, which was in uh, Kilmarnock. Yeah. Kilmarnock, oops. And yeah. yeah, brilliant. So actually, we I saw a bunch of Metro runners down for that, which was cool. And um, actually, on the results sheet, it was a win for Daryl Reed, 3043 East Kilbride Athletics Club. Second place, Lewis Rogers, 5AC in 3048. And third place was Lewis Hannigan of Kilbarkin amateur, uh, sorry, Kilbarkin AC, sorry, in 3053. Very good. And uh, the female side, now, the good thing about these results is you can actually filter it. So, yeah, well done. Well done to Runatoon. Perfect timing, who have got yeah. a fantastic looking results system. Now, Annabelle Simpson got the, the first 3340. Oh, child boy, that's yeah, some time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, a win win for the Fifers there, I see. Uh, and Kaylee Jarrett got the second place. Um, 30, I think it's her first re- first race in a while. So well done to, to Kaylee um, of Shettleston Harriers, 37 25. And Valencia Wright, who is got the third place in 37 35. Now, from what I see, she is an under 17. Wow. Holy. Well, Valencia Wright, remember the name. Yeah, there you go. And she's a Gifnick North AAC athlete. So following the following um the who 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 runs for Gifnick North North? Um Aaron Wallace. Aaron Wallace, there you go. So following in Aaron's footsteps there. So yeah, oh, great, good. great run from, from her. Uh and then another just a, a quick shout out to is Greg Core McLeod, who ran uh, a PB in someone I've been supporting. So yeah, well done to Greg for a Sub 37 minute performance. So, yeah, good run from him. Well done, Greg. Moving north, it was the Kirkwall half marathon on the weekend, and that was a win for Craig Moore of uh, OARC, which I'm going to guess is uh, Orkney Running Club, perhaps. I have no idea what OARC is. Uh, he was first uh, Orkney Athletics Running Club, wouldn't it be? Quite possibly, yeah. So, thank you, Kyle. So, that was a, it was actually a one, two, three with David Grant, 119, 14, also OARC, 
and Gary Ward in third place, 126.36. Now, this is a PDF, so women's results are a bit more difficult to find. Uh, but it looks like first female was Marianne Wilson, 141.53, North Highland Hill Runners. Second place was, ah, they've even written it on, very good. Sarah Finn, 151, also OARC. Um, she was also first vet. And third female was... Amy Houston. Amy, Amy Houston, 155. 155. Look who was in the 18th, Kyle. Our favourite podcaster, Rob Watson. Oh, Formal, formerly from Canada, now of OARC in 154. <laughs> It's gone oh, from Vancouver, Canada to uh, or- the Orkney Island. I am exactly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, uh, we, we also had uh, the, the Fafar, for, the 4 for 10K as well was Fafar. on. Was that not, um, that was last week, wasn't it? Well, you, I put it in the, in the notes, but did we talk about this last week? I think I we couldn't did. remember, I'm did sure we? We did. I sure only gave uh, your man, James Waldy, a shout out and, and Jason okay. Kelly's uh, dad, Neil. Uh, uh, right, okay. he, he ran a, a top result, uh, you know, for a V50 of 35.50, and he's shaping up to be doing the British Marathon Masters Championships. So Interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can, he's going to run, because he, he ran a 249 at the Strafern Marathon. So, That's yeah. interesting. I, when are I the mean, marathon champs? Uh, well, pass. You I also been chatting to me on the weekend. Seven weeks or something. I, I did. I did chat to him, but I kind of, I wasn't, clearly wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> too busy, wor- wor- worried about all these laps I'm running around this a motor racing track, but uh, but yeah, so there you go. That's um, well, well, okay. Let, in case we haven't mentioned the results, Jonas Muller, uh, Roadrunners Sab Sudbaden, Sudbaden, that, that he must be a tourist, truly. I've never <laughs> a tourist who got the horse, yeah, finally, the COVID travel ban comes in the <laughs> Shoots over straight to the four far ten k. Stephen Malloy, thirty four twenty six grammar RC. He must be at school, um, uh, unless you know that name. Is he? Is that a school? Is that a school club, Tommy? Uh, grammar RC. Who knows? James no, Waldy, no. our man James, active route. 34.55, perfect road runners. So, and then your female, again, this is a uh, perfect timing. So they're the best, they, they best, in the, the best in the business. Best the best day. Eh? Um, Natalie Wang, Wangler. Oh, here we go again. Another tourist. 37.14, same club, road runners, sub Sudbaden, wherever that is. Look that one up, folks. Jennifer Creekshanks at 5AC, 38.15, Natasha Phillips. 38, 34, Dundee, Hockhill, Harrier. So as I'm reading these results, there's no way I would have read them out because I would have I would have I would have remembered this. So yeah. Yeah. Well done, Tommy, for putting those ones in. Any no other results you want to Yes. I'm gonna also mention the it was the blast running August uh edition, which is a race on the meadows in Edinburgh on the and I think it was this weekend or last but anyway, we haven't talked about it. And it's a it's a 5k win for Cameron Smith of Camus Lang Harris in 1452. Second place, Fraser Kelly, Timus Lothian in 1647. Third place, Sam McNeil, Edinburgh AC in 1656. On the female side, it was a win for Stephanie Tucker, unaffiliated, 1804. Um, second place was Kate McIntosh, Dundee Roadrunners, 2010. And third place was Melissa Vigure, Edinburgh AC, 2234. For a PB, well done, Melissa. 
Look at that. So th there's a couple other ones I'm going to mention quickly, and uh, it it forms the oh god, where's it gone? Um, the Scottish West District Hill Running Championships was on at the Last mm. Lollipop. That's a cracking name for what, a race. What an race. <laughs> so, the, the runaway winners uh, were Rory Abernethy of Ochil Hill Runners and Caroline Morwick, which uh, in terms of the West Champs, it was an open race as well. So they were the winners. But the the, the West District honours went to Harry Pulham of Shettleston Harriers, who finished second overall and uh, also got the team title for the, the Shettleston lads, the the blue and yellow train. Uh, and um, yeah, we we also had Chris Grant Pantry for third overall and first male veteran 40 and Luke Claiborne, who was third male senior in the West District champs there. Um, and yeah, female-wise, we had... Um, where are they going? Yeah, Caroline, she got the, the first. Uh, yeah, it's not really shown me who the set, the top three are because I haven't got the results. I'm just looking at the news article. Uh, the women's event, first FV40, obviously said Caroline got the, the win with Sue Hewitson, Greenwich Glen Park Harriers, and the MV50 was Lorna Mahoney, Westerlands CCC. So, yeah, that's that's that. If you want to look at the results, overall results, have a look. You go on the Scottish Athletics website, you can search for results and find them there. Um, yeah. Very good. So, anything else you see? I think that's us. So the question, the only question remains is, and I think I maybe need to choose this because you were you were on uh, in duty yourself, so you're instantly biased, is the TRS run of the week. Oh, that's a, I think it's got to be your man, Rico, doesn't it? I think it has. I've got to say, I'm, I'm a th I've got a three, I'm torn three ways here. And I'm going to be, oh. so I really, I was, we're going to stick, obviously stick with ACP. I was, Rico is a hero. I'm very, I was really, I thought, I was so pleased for Joe. But also, I was really, really impressed uh, through our discussion there with Nikki. Like, honestly, that's, um, that's really, yeah. that's genuinely inspired me. I mean, Rico's a really good mate of mine. So I was, um, I'm gonna, I think it's got to go to Rico. Rico, British champion. Uh, I, I can't believe it. I'm blown away for him. Uh, someone said to me two years ago, or even like five years ago when I first knew him, uh, maybe more than that, but that, 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 would, that this boy would go on to be a, a British champion at 100K. Uh, I'm not sure I would have believed it. Uh, I thought, I, I mean, he's a hell of a talent now. And over the last two years, it's just, it's really become quite apparent how hard he's willing to work. I think that's the, the key for him. He works incredibly hard, very well deserved. So I think I think it's got to be Rico. I think he actually got it. He got TRS run of the week before once. So this might be a Has second he? time. Can't he can't have it twice then. Well, he can't. Alistair Marshall's had it twice. He said it to, Not Alistair to, Marshall, to, sorry. Alistair Walker. Um, Walker, bigger fun. Well, he just ran another, uh, another run. I think he ran 35-50 and broke the British record again for Goodness. the 10K. So. But he's not getting this, you know. Well, we're, we're, well I'm have, gonna, he's had it too many times. Rico, also, I was really impressed to what I really enjoyed watching that when we talked with Rico. We'll maybe cover it, but the, him and Jason, it was it was fascinating to watch that go down as a in an ultra. One goes ahead, then comes back, and the other goes ahead. It was it was quite quite interesting. So well done to Rico, listeners. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can 
the 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 way as, as usual email tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com twitter is at tartanshorts facebook is at tartanrunningshorts and our instagram is at tartanrunningshorts so talking, what... about, talking about shorts uh, I've been on the phone yet again to Ron Hill Specials who are the suppliers of the well renowned tartan running short and uh, I'll be honest folks um, you know as much excuses as we can they have admitted they've done a had a their customer service has been hasn't been very good and they have apologized uh, so I'm apologizing on behalf of Ron Hill Specials for the delay it's taken them I got quite a lot of excuses all excuses you know I understand some of them but you know you guys need your running shorts we we have been promising them for many months now and um, but what we're hearing is they will be delivered to David McLean Drive in Afford. I'm not going to tell you my address in case you hunt me down. Um, 23, 16, 18, yeah. something like that. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those ones, yeah. Think about marathon, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they will, um, they're, they're going to be arriving no later than next Friday, is what I hear. So I will be getting my envelopes and getting my, my Sharpie out, and I'll be writing them and posting them to your door. Yeah, I mean, as Carl says, listen, we are, we are, we're gonna, we, I mean, I think we are maybe old hands that we've maybe not communicated well enough with you. Out for it turns out a lot of people who ordered shorts don't listen to the podcast uh, regularly enough, which hence some of the email content. But really, we're, uh, yeah, we, I mean, it's been, it's been a disaster. And I think the first sort of three months and four months of the year, we didn't press them hard enough, and uh, we assume, you know, we took things like okay, COVID, blah blah. We take that as an excuse. Uh, we should have probably pressed them harder, but we are they are coming our way. Your money is still with PayPal. We don't get that. That sits with PayPal until we execute the order. So, um, yeah, so we do we do really appreciate your patience there, and uh, they're coming. There you go, folks. So, well, folks, on that note, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you look you enjoyed this episode. I certainly did. Uh, I love you know having doing a wee recap there and uh yeah i've got to say you know thanks for your support tommy and uh thanks again well, everyone yeah. else for all your support as well anyone who listens so have a good week and we'll see you next week bye Short.